Welcome back to Real Conversations with Nora for my 20th episode of my topic of discussion. This week is where you see defeat, God sees greatness. Joining me today is evangelist April Wright. She is an experienced and esteemed evangelist, inspirational speaker, and author. April Wright inspires and encourages individuals to develop into being all the, or being their best image of themselves mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. She has an unquenchable fire that's burning in her heart to see people be who God has called them to be through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Currently, April, April, right? Am I saying it right? Avril, Avril, right? Yes, ma'am. Okay, Avril can be found traveling and speaking and reaching individuals from all walks of life through evangelism and outreach. Thank you so much, Avril, for joining us today. I'm so excited to have you here. As I said, I watched you on social media and I followed you on social media and I was like, oh my God, I love her. We have got to have her on the show. So I want to share, I just again, thank you for being here today and sharing with our audience. There's something we often miss when God used people to show his power. And did he use it to comfort us or give us trials? The answer um, in this particular article says trials. God's best tool most used is through our trials and tribulations because of course the word of God tells us in this life, we will have trials and we will have tribulations and in the world sense, we will have problems. So tell me your thoughts on that because your story is like so inspiring and so inspirational. And when I hear stories like that, I don't look at that piece of it, but I look at the piece of um, where God is. My friends always says, girl, you can find God in anything. I said, because he's everywhere. Even in the worst situations, he is there doing something. It's whether we're paying attention or following the directions that he has us for to go. But I just look him for from from every aspect of. It. I said, you know what? He's there. He's there's a message that he's trying to get across. So tell me your thoughts and what you think. Absolutely. Um, I believe um, you know God can be found in anything as well. But you know trials have a way of developing you. Mm-hmm. And I know for one, you don't let trials define you, but allow them to develop mm-hmm. you and mold you and push right. you. God uses us and He prunes us. The Bible mm-hmm. talks about us being engrafted into the true vine. Mm-hmm. And when we're engrafted into the true vine and we're producing fruit, what He does is prune us so we can mm-hmm. produce more fruit. Absolutely. And he said, those that aren't producing any fruit, they're cast into the fire. So right. going through the trial, just look at it as a pruning season, a processing mm-hmm. season, a developing season. Good. That's good. Oh, my God. That's good. So it went on to say, think about the stories from the Bible of people or the people in the Bible that God used. He entrusted Hannah, Vashti, Esther, Deborah, Naomi, Ruth, and Mary, and many others with major trials, but most of the people that remember face great trials. In fact, we remember them because of how they faced those trials. Mm -hmm. And had they never been forced a major trial, we probably would not know their names. Oh, I Mm -hmm. thought that was so good. good. Isn't that good? And then it says, this has massive implications on our lives if we desire to be used by God and to give his name all the glory. Last time I checked, 
-hmm. the Trinity hasn't hadn't announced a change of strategy, God still uses trials and still uses storms in this day and time. And I always say, you know what? God will always have an, a, a volcano erupt in your life. It's what you do with the information once he gives it to you, because he's definitely never going to let you go through a trial, never going to let you go through a situation without at least making you aware. But oftentimes we don't pay attention. So tell me your thoughts on that. I just thought that was so powerful. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Because God, he's the same today, yesterday and forevermore. He doesn't change. And just right. Um, the year has changed just because the person has changed. He's still God. He uses the same things, if not similar situations to develop us. We might not be like Daniel in the lion's den, you know, <laughs> but, <laughs> and we're not being thrown in the fiery furnace right. or me shaking a bendigo, but right. I've been through some fiery situations that right. felt like fire. You right. know, and I've been like uh, up against certain trials that felt like a roaring lion. The enemy he walks to and fro like a roaring lion seeking whom he made the vow. So I come up against up against the adversary before. So I can understand what it feels like to fight and stand and be steadfast and immovable to put on my full armor of God so I can stand in the evil day like the Bible tells us to do. So I I, I understand. I agree and uh yes absolutely yeah, good, 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 good. It went on to say some, so my reality check was this. If I want to be used by God for his glory, I must prepare for the trials. God entrusts us with trials, lots of them. Paul said it this way, through many trials and tribulations, we must enter into the kingdom of God, Acts 14, 22. And this went on to say, do you want to be used? by God, it's worth it, but it isn't easy. And if we want to be used by God and for his glory, then we must be entrusted with these trials that come our way. And to me, that says, you know what, when trials and tribulations come my way, or even when I have to make decisions that seem to be so difficult, I just look up to, to the father and I say, God, if this is what you want then open the doorways. If you don't close them, because whatever way you go, I'm going to follow you, God. I'm going to do what you said. And even in this trial and tribulation, God, show me the good that's in this situation, God, because I know that you would not give me more than I could bear, right? Mm -hmm. You wouldn't right. give me more than I... So obviously, you must really think I can handle this right here. Right. So all I need you to do is just like um, Psalms 32a, which is my favorite, one of my favorite scriptures where the God says, I will instruct you and teach you and show you the way that you should go. I shall watch over you. I shall guide you with my eyes, which means if I'm going through something, I can be reassured that he's guiding me along the way with my eyes. Tell me what your thoughts are about that. Um, I immediately begin to think about the Bible that says uh, the scripture in the Bible. I don't know the exact scripture or the uh, or the verse, but uh, it says the steps of a good man are ordered by God. So if he orders it, he ordains it. And if he allows it, he's going to use it in order for us to, de to develop into a greater person. And then, too, with my steps being ordered, he won't allow me to stumble to a pathway that's wasting my time. Every storm, every trial, every circumstance that comes up, he uses it for my advantage. The Bible says all things work together for the good of yeah. those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. So if he's allowing it, he's going to use it and he right. uses it for our good. It's for our good. 
good. God, every good and perfect gift comes from above. Right. Above the light. So if it, it doesn't feel good, but it's working right. for our good. Right. And you know, I always tell people, your circumstances don't determine your destiny, but God determines your destiny. So we get so, you know, we're so focused on the circumstances, the circumstances, the situation. Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! And I heard something one of um, one of my friends shared with me about how people, when we speak about being overwhelmed, we speak about it in a negative sense, like, oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed. But she, it was so profound when she said to me, but think about it this way: when you're overwhelmed with the presence of the Lord, when you're overwhelmed with His glory, when you're overwhelmed with His grace when you're overwhelmed with his mercy when you're overwhelmed with his love i mean i'm getting chill bones right now because he said in all of those things you're reverencing god in the mm -hmm. midst of your situation and not this overwhelmed situation that's going on over here but the situation with god so you know it's just amazing like you said if he gives it to us he's going to give us away he's going to yeah. show us the way he's going to show us away so it's went on to say why does god use trials so often because they strengthen us, he said. They allow us to see things from God's perspective yes. and even show us the right way and the right things to do. Tell me what your thoughts about that. Uh, my thing when you were talking earlier was when you said uh, uh, it's... It, when you're going through the certain trials and, and how it's difficult and it's overwhelming, um, the Bible says, Paul said, oh, I, I, I'm... The strongest, but I'm the weakest. His strength is made perfect in my weaknesses. So it's not overwhelming. It's not overbearing to the point where you're going to pass out. And the thing I learned is that if you're going through a hard trial, if you're going through an impossible situation, that makes you a perfect uh, candidate for a miracle. If you're going right. through a situation where you're on the brink of breakdown, that makes you a perfect candidate for a breakthrough. So yes, you have to go through these different trials. God is not picking on you. He's actually picked you out so he can allow you to see what I didn't choose to go through my situation. I, my, the, my cards were already dealt to me. And the thing about it is it's not about the cards that you're dealt. It's about what you do with them. It's about how yeah. your hand yeah. works. Not be in perfect situations, but when God steps in, He's going to give us everything we need to make it. He's going to give us the plays to make. He's going to order our steps. And then when when trials arise, that means He's he, He's not. You know, he's not holding us back, but he's he wants to reveal more of himself to us and then reveal how much strength that we walk in. Right. You know, how, how can we know how truly strong we are? Come on now. Hard <laughs> situation. When you think that are training and working out, right? You have to lift heavy things sometimes in, right. in strength training. Right. With light weights at first. Right, right, right. You know, stronger you get to lift heavier weights you, right you don't know your true strength unless you go through strength resistance training wow that's awesome it went on to say that trials are a part of god's work god never says oops i made a mistake he said my bible professor used used to always say god is in control of the trials God is not on his throne, winging his hands and as we as he awaits it, the outcome of the events. Even if we cannot see how it's going to turn out, we can be confident that God is working things out for his glory. This helps us to stop worrying about how things are going to work out. Our heart is peaceful when we remember that God's promises work together for his glory and for our internal good, it says. Tell me what your thoughts are about that. 
for God's glory. I just said, God, you just the glory. You just give me the victory. Okay. okay. I don't want to compete with you for your glory, God. I just want the victory, and it's for our good. It's for our goodness, and it's for His glory. So, regardless of anything, it's working for us. The the I remember the scripture that says, "For our momentary light affliction worketh for us a, a far exceeding eternal weight of glory." So, when you're going through these light afflictions, these are light and they're temporary, and it's working out a glory that we haven't even experienced yet. The weight of it. When you think about the the affliction that you go through, when you think about the trials that you go through, all these things are working for us for a far exceeding weight of glory that we've never experienced before. And you have to, when you think about the diamond, a diamond goes through pressure. The, the diamond isn't defined by the pressure that it goes through. It's defined, hallelujah, and it's, it's beauty. <laughs> yes, come on. It is so beautiful. It wasn't like I was saying that the other day. Now, they didn't go on the ground again. No, it had to take all the dirt off and all the imperfections and all of that and clean it up and look at it. And then when you you see the final uh, uh, production or the final piece of that production, but you didn't see all that went on behind it. I always say the office looks really good outside, but then when you go in the back office, you see all the stuff, right? Yes, yes. It went on to say, pain is not without purpose. Oh, I loved it. Be still and know that I am God. Yes. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted among the earth, Psalms 46.10. And we know that those who love God all things work together for those who love him, Romans 8.28. And God has a purpose for us all. And how will we know that true purpose if we haven't gone through anything? How can I minister to folks if I haven't gone through it? How will I know what's going to happen? If, how am I going to see the victory if I haven't gone through it? How can I talk to you about to talk to you about it. How can I minister to you about it? I can't talk about from theory, but I sure can talk about it through some experience. So talk about that and let us know how your thought, what your thoughts are about that, because it is so true. It is through the experience of that trial and that tribulation. Right, right. I, I don't think I can reach anybody if I hadn't experienced certain things, you know, and then going through certain trials and going through identity crisis. Like God developed me through the process and he allowed me to remember it so I wouldn't forget and get too high minded for one. Yes. You know, because I believe it's a tragic thing for God to pull you out of something and then you forget where God brought you from. Yeah. Don't remember it to the point where you dwell on it, but remember it in order to rescue someone else. Because the thing right. about it is, is that our survival kit, I mean, our story is somebody else's survival kit. Mm -hmm. Someone told me that one day. They said, I watched your story. I saw how God set you free from homosexuality. I saw how you went through an identity crisis and God processed you out. And I, I realized that with your transparency, because transparency leads to transformation. And by me being uh, open and honest about my process, I was able to reach somebody else. And they said, I want you to know that your story, I watched it. See, I didn't know I was being watched. Wow. I didn't know that I was my Yes. I didn't know. I didn't know that my story, when I was going through it, all I can think about is Lord help me. me. Lord set me free. God, I really want you more than anything else. Not knowing that I will be able to help somebody else. So when she told me that, she said, your story is my survival kit. So you're not just going through for yourself and to learn something for yourself. You're going through for somebody else. And that's why the Bible tells us to save some with compassion. 
Right. Those that are spiritual restore such a one with a spirit of meekness. Right. We must be compassionate. We must right. remain accessible. And right. we must always remember where God has brought us from. Right. Right. Absolutely. It went on to say that the Lord said to Gideon, the people with you are too many for me to give you the Midianites into their hands. Let's, it says, least Israel boast, or boast over me saying, my own hands have saved me, Judges 7, 2. God uses trials to show that he alone deserves all of the credit. Trials make it clear to the world that they are not in control. And if the pandemic hasn't shown us anything, oh. it has shown us that. And everyone can see that we don't have the ability to strengthen, to overcome the problem. And therefore, when God works, he gets all of the glory, not some of the glory, but all of the glory and not even me. I don't get any glory. It all is projected right to God. What's your thought on that? My, yes, God gets the glory 100% because the thing about it is, is I had to surrender my way. I had to surrender my mind. I had to surrender my mechanisms. I had to surrender uh, my mannerisms in order for God to really strip me away from all the ways that I would try to make a way for, my, for ourselves. So we have a tendency to try to save ourselves when right. we get ourselves in certain situations. But I had God had to strip all of that from me. He had to exhaust all my resources. He had called me to hit rock bottom and then the following year I hit a brick wall and so on, the only way I had to look uh, uh, the only way I had to look was up mm -hmm. see I can't I, 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 I wouldn't even try to compete for God's glory like that, right. that it's ludicrous that people right. would be a high mind and say I did this and they got this self made mentality mm -hmm. and the truth of the matter is we, I'm reminded of Nebuchadnezzar when he was like, he was looking all over his palace and looking at, uh, at the land. He was looking at the cattle. He had looked at all of his yeah, all this stuff. <laughs> Ooh, and Daniel prophesied to him that he was going to make him as the beast of a field because he wanted God's glory. And we, I, I'm not trying yeah, to be like a woman like a beast of the field. Like, no, glory and honor belongs to God alone. Thank God alone. Amen. 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 Now that right there is true. But I don't even want to try to come mm. I don't even want an ounce of glory. But you know, you know, I always say when people say, Oh, fabulous, I said to God be the glory, to God be the glory. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just thankful that He even thought enough of me to use me yes. that capacity. You know, it's okay for people to say you're good and all of that. And don't get me wrong, but the bottom line is I want to remind myself, not the people, myself, that it is God who yeah. gave me the ability to do whatever it is that I do is doing. So it gives him all the glory and it just doesn't let the shine. And I love the fact that God says that greater is he that is in us than yes. he does in the world, that his light shines so brightly through us mm -hmm. amongst the world yes. that, you know, it's like, God, let your light shine through me. He said, let thy light shine so brightly so that others can see your good deeds and glorify who? You or me? I said, you, Father. Okay. Yes. He said, trials prepare us for service. Even the little trials, he said. Here is the good news. Mm. When God works in a big way, it is it often involves one of his servants facing a big trial, just like you said. So we need to be ready for the big storms and the trials 
and how we can be prepared for the little trials and the things that come our way. We want God, we want to know and trust God, even with the small and big tasks. But God doesn't give us the big tasks without testing us first with the little ones. He said every trial God sees, sends rather, even our daily frustrations are meant to test us to see if we have even grown stronger. And if we want God to use if us or me or you in big things, it must pass the little tests, he says. And if I don't pass those little tests, I always say, oh, here I go, Lord. I'm going back to the end of the line. I'm going back to the end of the line, God. Mm -hmm. Why should I expect God to trust me with the greater things if I can't even handle the small things? We rejoice in our suffering and know that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God loves God's love, brother, has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who has been given to us, Romans 5, 3, 5. One thing is for sure is that all of his glory is not ours, but all of God's. Tell me your thoughts on that, because God, like it said, God doesn't do this to put us to shame. He puts us to take us to the next level. Tell me your thoughts on that. I believe, um, you know how the Bible talks about it's the small foxes that ruin the vine. It's a little leaven that leaveneth the whole lump. You can't sleep on the small trials. You can't sleep on the small circumstances. Because it's the small stuff where they will, you know, really be the straw that broke the camel's back if we're not careful. Right. Right. One small bad decision from being all the way off track. So we have to be mindful to not look at, you know, the big mountain or like the little small little stumbling block. I think we should all when we come against the little small little stumbling block, we should treat it as if it's the big mountain. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Keep mm -hmm. that same mentality because it it doesn't take much for us to, you know, go off track. Mm -hmm. So I believe ultimately with that being said that we should Face the situation with God and greater is he that is in us than he that is is in the world and face it with God and give God all the glory, whether we're speaking to the mountain and it be cast into the sea or we're using the stumbling block as a stepping stone. Right, right. Oh, my goodness. Well, I want to thank you so much for being on Real Conversations with Nora today. This was so amazing, even though the enemy tried to stop it. But we know where he went, right? Because we made sure he went there. So, again... Are there any last minute comments that you would like to share with the audience? And also, how can they follow you on social media? And um, yeah, I, we would like to hear that. Amen. Well, you can find me on www.abrillright.com. And if you want to look for me on Instagram, you can find me uh, at abrillright, A-B-R-I-L-W-R-I-G-H-T-T. And then just look me up on Facebook with Abrillright, A-B-R-I-L-W-R-I-G-H-T. Um, also, if I were to say anything or leave any last words, I will say be encouraged regardless of what you're going through, regardless of if you're coming out of a storm, going into a storm or in the midst of one right now, I want you to stand and see the South of the Lord. Be still and know that he is God. Be steadfast and immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. And if he that began a good work on the inside of you will perform it, he will complete it until the day of Christ. Oh my God. Thank you so much. And once again, I want to thank you for your 
insight on today's topic. And to my real conversation with the audience, um, with Nora, please follow us on social media, on Instagram at BWOTMFG and on Facebook with, at Business Women on the Move for God. Visit my website at BWOTMFG.com and sign up for our new programs and share the show with other friends, with your friends and family and make sure you watch it with others. I look forward to seeing you next Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Real Conversations with Nora. God bless you and have a prosperous and awesome week.